What an exciting adventure in this episode of Man vs. Marriage. It's the thrice remix of Quincy Moran on the couch. I guess, yeah, that's what Literally they call it. Literally right? a chair. It's a chair. Pulling up a chair with He Quincy might be Moran. in the couch after this one. That's right. <laughs> Laying on the couch. In the fetal position. Here we go. The podcast. How good do you want your life to be? truly about becoming the best version of yourself that's possible. This is Man vs. Marriage, the podcast. Welcome to another episode of Man vs. Marriage. It is I, the Q-Dog, in the studio with... Coach Rita. That's right, Coach Rita and Ashley, our producer... Up in the house, and we, uh, yeah, we've been going uh, with this pull-up-a-chair series, Um, you know, getting head-on into career and boundaries and asking for help, and um, my mind is out there working already. You can see your wheels are turning. Yeah, the wheels on this bus are going round and round. (laughs) Um, and that might partially be because today in the studio today, this is the evening and there has been a full day. Yes. Um, you know, getting up at four ten and rolling out and you know, whatnot, but nevertheless, we are here, here and I'm happy to be here and God help me as we work through this and I show some vulnerability to the audience, um, in the hope that it's going to help somebody. I think you're doing great. I think you putting yourself out there um, lets listeners know that they're not the only ones struggling. They're not the only ones that have these things that are happening in life and, and you can relate. And I think that's so important to be relatable. Yeah. Um, because when you're not, people just have a tendency not to listen. Yeah. Um, but when you're speaking their language and you're talking, you know, things that they're going through it might not be you know um directly but they can definitely um who doesn't struggle with a work and family who doesn't struggle with that to keep that in line to keep that you know your family priority you know your your wife's a priority your children are a priority who doesn't struggle with that yeah there was something that i heard that i think really changed the way that I thought, because how I was, um, um, how I was, I don't want to say raised, but just in the era of, of, you know, when, um, having kids and everything, it was like, people said like, you're 100%. So like you give 40 here, 60 here or 50 here and 50 Mm. there, you know, it was always broken down by a percentage. Yeah. And it was just, um, a few years back, I just heard that someone said, it's not like that. Right. It's, it's like this filter had to be removed from me that if I was at work, then I gave 60% at work. So when I get home, only 40% of me is available. You have 40% left to give. Right? Yeah. So you know where I'm, you, you yes. understand where I'm yes. going with this. And what I heard this person say is that it's not like that. It's not like you're spread out like that. At work, I give 100% of who I am. That's right. 
and when I'm in the midst of my in the midst of my husband, the midst of my kids, my grandbabies, I am giving them 100% of me. Yeah. I'm showing up 100% engaged. And I think sometimes we we fall back into that trap while well, there's only 30%, so that's all you're getting. So we don't give it our all in the midst of whoever, you know, whoever's in front of us in that moment, whether it be our kids, our wives, you know, whatever relationship is going on, mm-hmm. we, we tend to say, I've been spent at work. I only have a little bit of me left. So that's all that I'm going to give you. Yeah. So what a difference that makes in your outlook and your perspective to say, no, that's not yeah. how I divide myself. I'm not dividing myself. I'm I'm coming like here. I am 100% here. Right. You know, yeah. um I'm giving you everything that I have. I'm 100% here. Now, in just a little bit, I'm going to go to dinner with my husband. It's not like, okay, I gave you all of this, so he yeah. gets the leftovers of me. I'm 100% in. And I think sometimes we have to get rid of that filter of I've only, you know, we, we have to divide our time. We have to divide ourselves. And yeah. this is all that we can give you. And I think a lot of times we do that. And that is, it gives us a reason not to show up yeah. the best version of ourselves. That gives us like a reason not to have to be on. It helps I, us justify. It justifies, yeah. Why we can, I don't want to, I don't know if the word is slack or why we can gear down mm-hmm. internally. And I heard something similar to you when on Ed Milet's podcast, and I don't remember the gal's name, but she um, is like the first female announcer in Major League Baseball. Yes. And her deal was like, you know, you hear a lot about work-life balance. And I'm like, yeah, work-life balance. She right. goes, no, it's not that. It's wherever you're at, you're all in. You're all in. And I said, what? What what about work-life balance? Everybody popular was saying that. What about it? Yeah. It's like, no. And I said, oh, wait a minute. It's like Coach Rita says, it's you have boundaries. Mm-hmm. And within those boundaries, you're all in. And that affected me, you know. So whether I'm tired at home or not, I'm all in. We don't know? just get to pick and choose. If, right. If we're saying this is this is who we want to be and this is how we're going to show up, I'm going to show up all in. In all areas of my yeah. life, I don't get to just pick and choose what serves me best yeah. to show up a hundred percent. So it is so true. We all think, you know, yeah, you got to balance it all out. Well, you you can believe that, and you know, that's that's your. I'm just saying for me, and what changed me, yeah, and the filter that I had to let go because you do struggle. You you really do. Str- struggle finding that time finding that balance finding you know how is this all going to work so I know in the um last two episodes we talked about or two episodes before we talked about um family and just how you can um prioritize that and and how work has bled over into um your family getting just the leftovers of you at the end of the day because work is so stressful and um you know what what i would just have to say 
is you have to really, if your job is super stressful like that, you have to be very intentional, very intentional when it comes to family. Yeah. Um, you really have to communicate that, you know, especially when you're starting out, say you're an entrepreneur, say you're, you know, you're starting out in a company and, and you're managing or you're, you're um, the CEO, the CFO, you know, when you're, when you're up there in management, it's really having a conversation with your spouse um, that they know where you're coming from, they, that they understand and, and you give them the vision, you cast the vision to them that they understand where it is that, where you're coming from, what you're trying to achieve, what you're looking at, and that they can get on board with you. Mm-hmm. And you, you know, you seek out and ask for their support. Um, let them be your, um, like radar when, when those things start to, to affect the family. Cause what, like I said before, when you're in the midst of it, you don't see it. You don't see it until you're on the other side of it that you can look back and go, wow, that was a big thing. I just walked through, but then you don't see a, like all the, um, damage that you've done along the way unintentionally, but people, you know, um, usually have some kind of, it's kind of like I used this before, like when you have a tornado go through the town, Yeah. you know, it's going through the town and when all the dust settles, you look back and you don't even realize how much damage was done Mm -hmm. with what just came through. Right. And then you're having to go back and pick up the pieces and put life back together. It's like, you want to learn to, to cut that off before that happens. Yeah. So it's really getting your spouse involved in, in getting them on board and, and you communicating with them and, and, um, this is your goal. This is your outlook. This is what it is that I'm looking at. Um, and then when you're there with them, you are there with them. 100%. You have to be intentional. You can't just say, well, yeah, I thought that, like, I thought about stopping and getting you a card, or I thought about stopping and getting you flowers, or I thought about planning this, you know, trip with you or doing this with the kids. Um, thought is, you know, great, well intentions, but if there's no action behind those intentions, they don't mean anything. So it's not true all those years I learned it's the thought that counts. No. Horse waste. No, I don't believe so. I believe action. It's pu- it's putting action to your words. It's being a you're being a person of your word. Yes. You know, so so when you keep letting people down in your life because you're not showing up, mm-hmm. when when those times count when you're gonna say something, your word is nothing. Right. You know, it's, it's too many broken promises to go back and, and, and you don't even want to go there. Like right. you don't even want to start down that road. Um, you want to be a person of your word. Right. And if this is what I said, this is what I said. There has to be absolutes. And I know we've talked about this before, um, with you and Jeannie and setting absolutes and, and because of your, um, 
home and, and having special need kids and autism and all of that, there has to be absolutes that you guys live by Mm -hmm. because by any given moment, any given circumstance, it could just go right out the window. Yeah. And then life is living you instead of you, your living life. And it's, it's you just following through with those thoughts that you have mm-hmm. and being intentional when it comes to your family. Yeah. Cause work is going to be work, you know, and when it's all said and done, I'm going to be 54. Oh my gosh. I'm going to be 54. I have, you know, two grown kids, two grandbabies. And I think sometimes life, when, when you hit your fifties, sixties, life starts to come into perspective for you. Okay. And, you know, when you look back and you think, you know, I raised my kids and now having my grandkids around, you just realize the importance of relationship and family. Because I think in your mind, you're thinking how many more years you're going to be living life here on earth with them and you're going to cherish them. Mm -hmm. So it's like, why didn't I do that in my twenties? Right. Because we're so programmed in our head that it's the career, it's the job, it's the opportunities. It's, and then our family kind of gets put, you know, in the back burner Yeah, where they need to always be in the forefront of your mind and in your actions. Because there isn't a father out there, any a listener out there, that I would never say that their family does not come first because I think that's why you work. I think that's why you provide. I think that's why you do what you do. Mm-hmm. It's all because of your family. However, the actions in the moment with your family doesn't always come through that way. Yeah. And I'm... You know, there's a lot going on in my mind right now, um, and I know we want to talk about, you know, family in this episode of pulling up the chair. Um, and I can, I'm fortunate because I do have some examples of uh, things that I do that represent me being all in. I don't hit the mark all the time, which I want to hit the mark every single time, but it's just not feasible because you know life is happening right um one thing i can say that you know if i could point to some of the things that i'm doing and do more of them um i'll go back to uh saturday when i did ashland's baptism Mm -hmm. i had the you know i had the pleasure of being able to baptize my daughter ashland and We've had a pretty volatile relationship at times. It's been extremely volatile. Um, so I, I had some things prepared to say I want to talk about. You know, I had some stuff. I was going to wing it mostly, but had some stuff that I wanted to say. Right. And so I just talked for a second about what baptism represents and then asked her, um, why did you want to get baptized? I never asked her before then because I wanted to ask her in the moment. In the moment. And what she said just absolutely blew my mind and made me speechless. I just stumbled over my words the rest of the time. I couldn't get an educated decision or I couldn't get an educated sentence out mm-hmm. that sounded like I knew what I talked, what I said. Right. I'm not going back to watch the Facebook live cause I don't want to hear what I had to say, <laughs> but for her to say what she said, you know, 
that the times that even though they have complained that I've made them, you know, sit with me and make my time intentional and try to pass down these things that matter um, and create something, it actually got through. And when she said it's because, you know, it's like what my dad did. That tells me that I'm doing, doing it right. Something right there. Yeah. And those are the things that I have to continue. Exactly. Um, and that's to me where it seems like I get the most payoff. Mm -hmm. Maybe because on one side I'm dealing exclusively with adults, and on the other side it's you know my kids right. as they're growing up. Um, but it's that it's you know in the new house getting sat down at these two little plastic tables that don't really fit in the kitchen where we are to get all 10 of us around the table um, because I know that that is important for me to engage in mm -hmm. instead of just sitting around on the couch watching TV while we eat. I needed that. So it's like it became mandatory and we're back together and we're talking and engaging and having loud, obnoxious conversations and the kids are now coming to the table mm -hmm. as opposed to sitting there wanting to watch TV. Um, it's the moments where, you know, not everybody has to walk their 17 and three quarter year old son through how to take a shower again. Right. But in our situation, you do. It is what it is. Mm -hmm. um, but it's being there and it's like, Dad, come help me take my shower. You know, come teach me. You know, and that's what I live for. Right. It's fixing Jeannie's printer where she's like oh well maybe you're busy or you know it's going to take a lot of time it's like well I've got his time for you and mm -hmm. you know it's easy fixing a printer but it means such a big thing to her right um it's Hannah and you know she wants to go on AGT and my thought at first is like well Hannah you've got to get through this I can't stand up there next to you when you're singing and it's like yes you well can. why not exactly Who said I couldn't do that and I had that realization at our last you know, church mm -hmm. um, service to say, yeah, I'll go stand next to her. Wherever she's singing, I'll be there. I'll be there. You know, it's being intentional with, with Kirsten or making sure that, you know, I engage the kids on, on their day or what their dreams are or where they're at or getting them involved in what it takes to run a household so that I'm teaching them, you know, in the future. And I can do more of that, you know. It's working very hard and diligent and consistent to help my wife build self-belief that she can write a book and that she can be an author mm -hmm. and go all in and um, affording her the time to do so and standing behind her with our finances when it, you know, it's a lot of money, but I don't care, you know. I just, I believe in her. Right. So I can point to things that I am doing that I need to redefine those boundaries with my career so that I can optimize my time and be all in and intentional and do more of the things that are helping my, my girls right. and my son and my wife. Um, you know, and fortunately I'm on the side of this where it's like I've noticed it and I've started planning. Mm -hmm. I think on this other page where I made some notes, um, it's my choice to go for it or not. Um, but to really map out how I can employ these 
strategies because I had this thought thinking through all of this and what you were saying. It's mm-hmm. the new people in my company, the new people that have come to our company, what example am I setting for them about what my position is? What am I giving them to look forward to? Am I painting the picture that this is a great opportunity for them to want to walk in? Or am I painting the picture of, I don't ever want to do that. And that's not something that I want to do. Right. It's just not. Um, so I've got a lot to learn from what we're doing here. But I mean, you can coach me up on the family side. I'm wide open. I know we're running out of time for this episode. Um, I'm confident some things that we've talked about and some things that you've shared in this episode will help people with their family life. Mm-hmm. You know, I think we need, we would need several episodes to get through. Yes, definitely. Um, my my thing and my point is to be intentional. It, communicating with your spouse, you know, what's going on at work because you are starting or have started a new position and there are some, you know, some definite things that are going to come up. And, and I think communication is huge when you're taking on a new position that, that you're letting them in your world mm-hmm. and you're looking for their support and whatever it is that you need, because everyone's different, um, whatever it is that you're, that you're going to need from them as you're going through this journey of, um, you know, your new position, but definitely just don't think, you know, like you said, um, what did you say about your thoughts? It's the thought that counts. It's really great when it's just you're that thinking it, but how do I know that? How do I know what you're thinking? So it's, it would be like it's the thought that counts, but it's really the action that matters. To the thought. You put action to that thought. Right. So it's really, you know, um, it's not letting work consume you that, you're, that your family is paying the consequences for you not showing up. But you're thinking about them. I thought about doing that. Do you understand what I mean? That you follow through on those thoughts. Like your gut tells you, you know, I need to stop and do something for one of my kids. Then you stop and you do something for one of your kids. Right. Because those are the things that the kids are going to look at and know that work didn't take priority over them. Yeah. Um, That's a hard lesson to learn. It's a hard lesson to learn because that's definitely something my husband is walking through. Absolutely. Um, You know, so it's, it's. It's telling all you young people out there that are listening, um, you know, you don't want to ever have your kids or your wife come to you and ever say that we were second. Who, as a man, as a husband, as a father, that has to be the worst thing. Yeah. You know, to hear. That's not the legacy that you want to leave. Right. So you do everything within your power that you make it intentional and you make them feel they have to feel that they're the priority yeah not just that you think it but that they feel it and that they know it and it's learning each one of your kids and what their love language is and speaking their love language that they know that i'm a priority 
Absolutely. And, and every relationship is different. So you're going to have to seek that out and, and figure that out and, and work towards that and put action towards it. Yeah. So and that's one of the things that I've done, you know, is I really had to step back and, and, and look at our podcast and say, you know, what kind of redefine my goals with our podcast and who I want us to associate with. And I don't mean that we're going to disassociate ourselves, but it's like, what, who could we associate ourselves with that will challenge us to grow? Right. You know, and there's a podcast uh, that I, that I've had downloaded for a while, but I haven't listened to in a long time that I kind of recommitted in this thing that I'm doing. It's called front row dads Mm -hmm. and, um, it's family men with businesses Mm -hmm. and instead of businessmen with families. And I love that. And that, that helps that just the name of the podcast in the, in the phrase that pays is what helps you maintain the right perspective. And I just, it made me think of it because there was a guy on, it's totally not, you know, totally came out of left field to me, but he was asking, you know, what helped with your kids. And this guy, this author is like, I don't know if you ever heard of this, but it was the love languages. And I was like, dude, I never thought I would hear Someone else. Yeah, anything about the love languages on this type of podcast. Mm -hmm. But it was there. And that guy had actually heard of it too, the host of the show. Mm -hmm. Um, But like you said, it's about about being absolutely intentional with what you do. And that Saturday baptism situation gave me some perspective to point to for what I'm doing and what I need to do more of. Right. And how maintaining these the integrity with these boundaries mm-hmm. is what is absolutely necessary um for me to continue to make that impact in my children's life right i mean truth be told i've always said if i won the lottery i would still work um for at least a few years to teach me more about how to manage money but in a perfect world i would be taking all this time and energy and investing it in my children in their education and their future, mm-hmm. I would take my time and teach them at home. I would take my time um, and mentor them in whatever they have doing. Right. Um, but that's not where I'm at right now. Where I'm at right now is I do have to be responsible and go out and earn a living for my family. And I take a lot of pride in that. And I'm thankful for the every right. opportunity that's been given to me. And I don't take that for granted, mm-hmm. you know. So I need, you know, it's just very important that those boundaries that I, that I redraw maintain are, are maintained and are protected right? for work's sake and for my family's oh. sake that I can be all in no matter where I am. Exactly. Because I do believe that's the best course of action, no matter how tired you are you're all in mm-hmm. um, because wherever you at that, wherever you are, that's what you live for. Right. To make that impact on people's lives. Right. So thanks for making some of these episodes possible coach and challenging me. Cause when you asked me about, you know, after our last studio time, when you asked me about opening it up for coaching, I took it as you wanted to talk about marriage but actually you want to talk about me. That's why when I was like, Oh, you were talking about me. Yeah. Let's just go all the way. Let's go all the way. I'll because, be, because you as a, you as a person, even though 
even though um, you're in a marriage and it's two people, yes, I do get it. You are still an individual person working through life. Right. And, you know, it's, it's pull up a chair, Quincy, what's going on with you personally? Yeah. It does affect your marriage. It does affect, you know, other aspects of your life, whatever is going on in your life. It is going to, you know, filter into those other areas of, of your life. So it's not, you know, I know listeners like, what does this have to do with marriage? Has everything Everything. to do with marriage. Everything. It's, it's you being grounded. It's, it's setting those boundaries. It's, you know, making family a priority, making your wife a priority. It has everything to do with, with your marriage and, and, you know, finding that all in 100%, no matter where I'm at. Yeah. And, and what, what would, uh, what would living on purpose look like if you didn't do it on purpose right? You know? and, and do it for that purpose? Mm-hmm. And I think that, you know, is important. And we committed, you know, to share my journey through this whole right. thing, you know, that I would put myself out there and, uh, I believe I showed up for that. I, I believe you did. And I thank you for that. I, you know, I know it's not always easy to be open and vulnerable and, and, you know, put your story out there. But I think, and I believe that just your words would touch a lot of listeners and saying, Hey man, I'm going through the same thing you're going through. Yeah. Thanks for being brave. Thanks for, you know, putting yourself out there and opening up and, and sharing your story because your story matters. Yeah. I believe it matters. Amen. So thank you very much. Thank you. I appreciate it. And we should probably do this more often. (laughs) Pull up a chair. Pull up a chair. Yep. Well, I, I'm certain you have, but I do hope. That's funny. Somebody texted me the other day, listen, and they said, hope is not a strategy. And I said, not. I was like, dude, you have been listening to the podcast. And right after that, your habits, are they serving you or sabotaging you? It's like, dude, we could have got into that today. Yes. Um, but thanks for listening. By golly, thanks for listening. I appreciate you taking the time, listener, to get engaged. And um, I'm certain that something here helped you or at least caused you to think about where you are so that you can refine and redefine yourself and your boundaries for your family and your situation. So we would love to hear from you. Absolutely love to hear from you. And uh, if you want, come join our group on Facebook at MVSM Podcast on the Facebook. Uh, check us out also. I don't, we, don't, we don't really engage on Instagram except for under our personal page. So look me up, Quincy Moran. And I think it's uh, Meemaw Enos. Uh-huh. Meemaw. Meemaw. So check us out. I'm, I'm really active on Instagram. I love Instagram, and I just decided to do my personal page, you know. Uh, so you can find it's Quincy underscore Moran, I'm pretty sure. But you'll see me. I got videos on there. You know this voice when you hear it. It'll be <laughs> no question. Um, and the easiest way to look us up, really, I guess, on Instagram is hashtag man vs marriage podcast because that's where I'm, you know, that's where I'm slamming some things down every time I do a post that has to do with me, even the carnivore keto diet. <clears throat> so yeah, and email us. Get us an email. It's coach at man vs marriage podcast.com. I know. Could we have made it any longer. any longer? We could have, but we didn't. So until the next episode. <clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, 
Enjoy your day. The podcast. How good do you want your life to be? You gotta live on purpose for a purpose. It's truly about becoming the best version of yourself that's possible. This is Man vs. Mary, the podcast.